Manhood and Christlikeness are synonymous. Why does this affect us? You're about to find out. Welcome to the Man Church Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Man Church Podcast. Pastor Robert here with G.F. Watkins, the author of The Alpha Male and the Women Who Get Them. Uh, G.F. Watkins is the founder of Powerhouse Church, started that church in 1996 and pastored it till 2016. And then from that point, he launched a new ministry called Genesis Team, where he covers and coaches pastors all over the world on being uh, strong leaders, strong men in this world. Pastor GF, welcome to the show. Thank you, Robert. And uh, you want to give everyone a little background of what, where, where you came from and kind of what your background is? Yeah, thanks for having me on the show today. Uh, it was great. I drove in from Jordan Ranch today to, to be with you here at Powerhouse in Katy. And if you're looking for a great church, this is certainly the best one. So, uh, uh, yeah, I uh, uh, started... Um, out of college as a, as, a, as a coach is what I did. Actually, that was what my father did, my brother did, my mother was actually a coach. So I come from a long line of coaches and educators, and um, so we just kind of think that way, you know? And um, uh, had been a, a coach down in the Texas City area, and then was hired by my local church to be the principal of a private Christian school. Did that for about six years, and then I felt like the Lord called me to Katy to open a church, and we did that. and. It, it grew really well, really fast, and, and uh, we didn't have any anybody telling me what to do or how to do it, so we just winged it for a long time and did it by faith. And Dr. Ed Cole said, start it and base it on men and teach them how to, how to lead their families, and you'll have a great church. And lo and behold, we did that, and he was right. So we have a, a, a great church here that you're pastoring right now and doing an excellent job with. Well, thank you. So we're going to be talking about your book, The Alpha Male and the Women Who Get Them. Yeah. Um, you know, when you hear, when you hear the term alpha male today, it's kind of a controversial term. So I kind of wanted to ask you just kind of what, what caused you to want to write a book about the alpha male? Well, you know, I, I, um, I, I too, watched all the movies. I watched Braveheart. I watched Gladiator. You know, I mean, you name it, fill in the blank. I'd seen it. And it was, it was interesting to go into a theater and see it full of men. And then if you go into other movies, it'd be full of women. We definitely are different beings. And yet God called the man to lead. I mean, we didn't write the Bible. We just need to read it and do what it says to do. And so as I began to read that, I, I realized that men are drawn towards leadership. But with a, in a fatherless society, which is what we are today, it's very difficult to get good instructions. We just don't have many fathers, as Paul says. So um, writing this book... Not only do we need men to know how to lead the alpha to become a, a biblical alpha, a leader. You know the Bible says that Jesus is the alpha and omega. So it's not a it's not a cuss word. It's not a bad term. It's a good thing. Um, but we also need uh, the ladies that you're connected to, your wife. We need them to understand that you're created to be that way, to be a leader, a sacrificial leader. The guy's going to fall on the sword. The, the guy that's going to sacrifice his life for his family, but also for God's family. And that's not your average person. And I write that in there at the very beginning is, you know, how would you like to have been married to Noah? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine being Noah's wife? Every day you come home, well, how was your day, honey? You know, <laughs> what did you do? I built a boat, you know, for a hundred years, I built a boat. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry there was no date night tonight. I'm building a boat. 
But we need that woman to, to support us because that boat saved society. It saved mankind. We're called to do great and mighty things, but we think differently. And that's just the bottom line. Abraham thought differently. Uh, look at great coaches, Vince Lombardi. Can you imagine being married to Vince Lombardi? I mean, I, I would pray for his wife every day because how does he change hats? <laughs> you know, so these are just guys that are driven and they dance to a different tune, but God made them that way. And so this book tells, the, uh, I think, biblically, how a woman can support and love that kind of man, knowing that he's called to maybe something greater. Amen. Yeah, I know that what drew me to Powerhouse in, in 2000 when me and my family walked in the doors was the idea of biblical manhood mm. and uh, had been going to church, had been at other great, good churches, but had never really heard the idea of the, the traditional role of a man and a woman and the responsibility of a man to lead mm -hmm. and to have authority and what that meant. A lot of times men, they, they, they cling to the idea of having authority but they don't know really how to go about doing it and how to go about doing it biblically and godly. Right. And so we get off a little bit. And, uh, and so many times, I, I learned that this at this church, is we try to take masculinity out because we, we kind of tag masculinity as the problem. But in essence, we were made to be masculine. Mm -hmm. And masculinity is, is key to the society functioning and to the fa for the family to succeed and be, and be strong. Uh, so do you see, uh, we were talking earlier today, and we, we, we both agreed that, that in this hour, right now, in, if, you, if you look at the news, you look at what's going on in the world today, if, it's, if there's not a call for an alpha male right now, I don't know what would, what would, what would constitute. It, 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 is, it is needed right now for men to be able to lead and to stand and to have courage. Yeah. How do you see that? I definitely see this book, uh, I didn't necessarily know it when I wrote it, but I can see it as being a prophetic utterance today. If you look in, into this book, you can see it was written seven years ago, and the things that we're dealing with today with the transgender issues and uh, you know, uh, trying to get uh, certain people to qualify, what is a woman? You know, that, that's, that's ridiculous. It, it, it's, a, it's a silliness that we have uh, encompassed because we don't have strong male leadership. And when we do, things are black and white. When we don't, they're gray. And that's, what, that's where you get these kind of uh, idiocies that are in our society today. Um, so I think we need, we need the return of strong, biblical, alpha males leadership. And, and you're right. The, the way to, to, to get a handle on the guys who are, who are uh, abusive, the guys who are taking it to the whole other way, the whole other, you know, instead of being a beta, they're, they're over the top. Uh, abusive people is to turn biblical guys loose and when you when you turn us loose just leave us alone and we'll clean it up and then it, things will be back to normal but it's kind of like you know Wyatt Earp coming into town and cleaning up all the riffraff and taking all the all the bad guys off the street well then you know the next day is the the mayor wants to fire him because he has to live under the same rules that it took to clean up the streets well, that's all that's needed is biblical alpha males, and, but then you have to leave us alone and let us go do what we're called to do. And it may not look pretty, and it may not look like what you thought it was, but you're not the alpha. Let us do what we're supposed to do and support us, and we'll restore order in a world of chaos. That's good. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, your idea that you're, you're starting to put together and form on creating a manhood 
Hall of Honor, mm-hmm. and also a Manhood University, yep. somewhere where we could teach men. Let's talk about a little bit about that. Sure, that's that's a near to my heart today. I, I was able to, a few years ago to go up to Ohio, Canton, Ohio, and I went to the NFL Hall of Fame football game, and and at the same time I was able to go in and visit the Hall of Fame. And of course, that was my game was football, and so all of my heroes were in there. Man, it was it was really something to just walk in and see men from your past that you remember when you were eight, nine, ten years old. Those were your heroes. You'd watch them every Sunday, and and see their bust in there and see the stories. And I thought, you know, why don't we have something like this for men of God? Because really, they're the ultimate eternal hero. We're supposed to be leading people into eternity, which is a whole lot longer than now. So we crafted and turned the, the Ed Cole Library into the, the, the Manhood Hall of Honor at, at Jordan Ranch. So we have the bust of Dr. Cole, and we're going to add two more uh, in March this year of two more great men's leaders. And then the concept is every year continue to add to that wall with stories of men so that a father can bring his son in there and say, this is what you should be inspired to be, not, not just an athlete but to come in here and change the world. Mm-hmm. It's the only one, Robert, in the world, mm-hmm. you know? And that led to uh, us building the Legacy Lodge. Uh, and at the time, we didn't have this in mind. Uh, that's the way it is when you step out in faith, isn't it? That's right. And, and now we can sleep 100 people, and we can meet and eat with probably 150. And uh, we're going to call that Manhood University. And thank God for you and some of the other men that are helping me to put that together, where we're going to offer a one-year course where... Men of all ages can go in there, and, and women can send their sons. These single moms can send their sons. And when the hope is is when they come out, they'll have all the tools that they need to be a biblical alpha male. That's so good. We were talking today uh, kind of about the curriculum that Manhood University will kind of house. And, you know, it's funny. how It's like what you said. You know, we started out talking about manhood, and Dr. Cole wrote Maximize Manhood, mm-hmm. and and it really spoke to being a, a, a man. And then you wrote the book, Take Your Place, which mm-hmm. is basically your story with Dr. Cole. Right. And it really opened the door to fathers and sons. And so there's a difference between just being a man mm-hmm. and then learning how to be a son and how to eventually father and father in a biblical way, like Paul fathered Timothy. Correct. And... Um, and then, and then just today, you know, as we go through life and, and as we go through our, our own circumstances and situations in our life, we re- I realized, you know, one of the, one of the topics for uni- Manhood University is going to be um, warfare. How, 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 does a, how do I do spiritual warfare for my family, for my children? Um, so it's almost progressive. It's like I, I've got to learn how to be a man. Yeah. And then I've got to learn how to father. But who then? Then that father has to know how do I teach my men to war mm-hmm. in the spirit? Because yeah. we, a lot of us, you know, we know how to war in the flesh, but but that's dead because we're not Christians. And so, what a place to be able to take men. I think men need to learn how do I do spiritual warfare for my family, for my church, for my community, and uh, we're going to be able to do that when we take men to the ranch. We're going to be able to focus on our personal life with Christ, how to get in the presence of God. Yep. You know how to how to how to de- how to identify and discern demonic activity, and what 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 doors we need to shut for our families and for our lives. And so uh, I'm excited about that. I don't know what you think about. 
No, I, I think it's great. I'm just sitting here listening to you, and like you said, we've known each other 23 years, and so I've, I've seen you grow up in, in the church, and you're doing a great job, actually, semantically, and saying the right words because you're such a pastor gift. I mean, you have that, and that's, that's, that's why you're so good at it. Um, but me, I'm sitting here thinking, you know what I, I want to say off of that is you, you guys need to come to this college, this Manhood University, because there's demons out there. That's, a, that's what he was saying in a church way. But I'm going to tell you as a man, there's demonic activity, which means demons are in your home, and you don't know what to do about it. So we're going to teach men how to kill demons. Now, he said spiritual warfare. I said it a little bit different. Now, which one do you want to come to? It doesn't matter. <laughs> show up, and we're going to show you what it looks like. Because I believe, Robert, every, every sickness is demonically inspired. And the reason I say that is because you have to look at it that way or you won't do warfare. Mm-hmm. You'll just allow it to happen and take a Tylenol. I believe that you have to see that that's a demonically inspired, a demonic attack on your, on your, on your body. And you've got to go at it hard like that and, and look in the Word and see what God tells you to do to cast that thing out. You say, oh, you're just chasing demons. Well, you keep thinking like that, and they'll show up in your bedroom. Th- this is for real. And the end times, they're going to manifest more and more and more. The most dangerous uh, enemy is the one you can't see and the one you don't acknowledge because he's got you. He rules you. What we're seeing right now, and you've seen it with me, is, is, that, is that we are facing demons. And we don't want to call it that because it's not politically correct. That's fine. But there, people are coming to us now saying, help me with this because I have no answer for my child. Help me right now because they're a good kid, but they're manifesting something. They're seeing things at night. Folks, I'm telling you, you're, you're, Jesus fought against the demonic, and we're fighting against the demonic. We're just understaffed. People don't know how to do what we're calling them to do. And we want to talk about like, stuff like that all the time because men need to hear it like that, Robert. Right. They don't even go to church. 80% right. of people that go to church on Sunday are female. That doesn't mean it's, it's a female issue. It's still a male issue. But how are you going to teach these warriors, these leaders, if they don't show up? That's right. Yeah, I think sometimes we've uh, kind of... We've, we've made men's ministry kind of just about being a good man, be, being a strong right, man, a good right. man, being a family man, being a, a good husband. Yep. And we, we, we leave ourselves without any weapons. Yep. And then, and then, then trouble shows up. Mm-hmm. And we're great husbands and we're great fathers, but we have no clue what to do and how, how to approach the problem and how to go at it spiritually. Right. And so I see that a lot in the church. I, and I think that you know, we teach we teach that every pa- every man is the pastor of his own home. If you're married, you're the pastor of your house. I agree with that. And so you're the leader of the house. You're the spiritual leader of the house. You're the war- you're the warfare person of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of those things that, like with the alpha male, you know, alpha males are hard to get along with. Yep. Yep. Uh, they're men that are that are driven, that 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 are focused. Um, and and you know, during a what does that say? And that nobody nobody wants the warrior until the enemy's at the gate. Until the enemy's at the gate. And that that's that's the the plight of the alpha male is you're hard to get along with. But man, when we need the alpha male, we need him to show up, and we need him to show up alpha. Right. We're not going to need anybody else. We need the specialist. And so I and think that, this that's is, in there too. In talking here. about Leonard Ravenhill, and we talk about the specialist. And he said he's not not easy to get along with. Sometimes he's um, violent. We don't like that word today in, in our church. But I'm telling you, the devil sits there and laughs at us. That's right. Because he's violent. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only time that people want us to be violent is when the enemy's at their gate. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it. That guy is difficult sometimes. But you know what? If he loves you, he'll die for you. Mm-hmm. And you want him to be around. There's a place for him. And we've almost pushed those guys out of our society today. And that's just where the enemy wants them you know, right. to do that. So we're really trying to speak to those alpha males that are out there, those secondhand lions. Uh, a lot of the guys that I've known that are probably 10 years older than me that knew Dr. Cole in that day are calling me saying, where's the warrior? They're all saying the same thing. Where's the warrior at? We don't see him. He's not here. So they're coming back. They want to be a part of the Manhood University. Mm-hmm. They want to be a part of Intense Men, which is another thing we need to really talk about today. Is yeah. is uh, will be our 14th, is that correct? Yes. 14th gathering of the large, the largest gathering of Christian men at a camping uh, scenario um, will be March 16, 17, and 18. And if you're listening to this today, you need to do everything in your power to get there. Bring your son, bring your father, and, and camp with us, but compete with us and worship with us. Amen. Yeah, we're going to have a great, great lineup of speakers. Uh, coach Sherman Smith, uh, mm-hmm. ex-NFL coach, is going to be one of our speakers and uh, great speaker uh, yes uh, lieutenant general jerry boykin will also be speaking at that event if you've never heard those guys speak you you need to come and you need to bring people with you to come hear a strong message (laughs) and uh, it really it really puts things in perspective when you have men of god speaking about what is needed today so that we can change this world and so that we can step into into places you know uh i just went to sri lanka recently and um we uh, and and, a, and 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 to India. A friend of mine went to India and met me in Sri Lanka, and uh, we ran into a, a a ministry that had thirty young girls, orphan girls, that were all uh, susceptible and targets for sex trafficking. And uh, in one trip, an alpha male stood up and wrote a check. And basically purchased a house in order in order to house these girls and keep them safe. That's the picture of what's needed times a thousand. Absolutely. Who's going to do something about that? I mean, we could we could stick our head in the sand and say, well, that's in India. You know, I live in America, but it's it's all over the world. Evil is is running rampant all over the world. Yeah. And God is raising up men through this ministry. All over the world, we've traveled. We're, we're, this thing is going worldwide right now. The the movement of the alpha male, right. teaching identity, affirmation, and authority, mm-hmm. that men might wake up and take responsibility not just for their family but for their country, for the kingdom family, for the kingdom. Yes, yeah. and and to make a difference and to make an impact in the world for the kingdom of God, and uh, it's just so needed today, Pastor. If you had a guy, if if there's a guy watching. And let's say he feels like he's he's defeated, he's given up, he's got a lot of mistakes under his belt, and he's watching this, and he's like, man, I'm just nowhere near that. I, I don't even know what to do. What, what would you tell that guy? Well, I, to me, based on what we're talking about today, I would go to gfwatkins.org and buy the book and start reading the book. That's what I did with Maximize Manhood. I read Mac, a, a book by Dr. Ed Cole. It changed my life. And that'd be, that's another good book that you can, you can get, depending upon where you're at. If you're in Houston, you need to come right here tonight to Man Church. We're going to be talking about these things. But uh, you, if you're still breathing, you got a shot. It's not over till it's over, and it's not over for you. 
So you make you bust a move and you get to this church and you re- read the book and you start making changes to your life and and we know where you are and we've been where you are and we can get you out of there and add you to a team. You need a team like this one to be a part of. That's when you serve on a team, you you gain the attributes of the team. That's how you do it by serving. You learn those things just like a an NFL coach has a coaching tree. You know, um, Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches to ever uh, coach in the NFL, has hundreds of guys who've coached under him. Now they're head coaches in the NFL. Well, that's how the gospel works. You learn by serving under Pastor uh, Robert or under other men like him. And then after a while, God will, if you're faithful with a little, God will give you that which is your own. I, I want to say this one thing. And, and to me, everything we talk about, whether it's church or it's missions or building buildings in India, feeding the hungry, which this church does better than any I've ever seen. You guys, we serve hundreds of pounds all the time. People are getting food here all the time. They're getting clothing and shelter. We do that in Peru and Africa. We do it around the world. Uh, um, And we go way above and beyond is what I'm saying. But you know, everybody that we feed is one day going to die. Everybody in this room, in this, in this sound room right now, we all have an expiration date on us. But we don't ever think about that. It doesn't matter. One, one of the greatest coaches to ever leave, Mike Leach, died yet Monday. They had more on Mike Leach and his life than they did on Billy Graham. Now, I'm not saying Mike's wrong or that's wrong. I'm just saying what we value in our, in our, in our world is upside down. We're all going to go one or two places. And you know this, but we don't think about it. And we need guys like us to say it every single time and be consistent with it to remind you for your own good. And if you follow Jesus, you're going to go with him. You'll follow him all the way into heaven. And if you don't follow him, you're following the enemy. And you're going to follow him all the way to hell. And something that that has really just gotten all over me is that hell is not the place you want to be. And it wasn't made for you. It was made for the devil and his demons, the ones that followed him. But my friend, if you don't choose Jesus every day, that's where you're going to go. And I'm not telling you this to judgmentally. I'm just telling you biblically, I have to follow the same. And so does pastor. Everybody in here must follow Jesus. What is hell? Well, we can just leave it out there and call it shoal or call it hell or whatever and have your little whatever you think it is, but that's not what it is. It is torture. It is the worst torture you think about the worst um, uh, scary, evil movie that you can and multiply it times a million and think about those things being done to you. Like putting your hand on the top of a hot plate and holding it there, on the top of fire. You can't move it. You can't move it back. It stays there and your, and your skin melts off. Then it grows back and you do it again. Then it grows back and you, have, you suffer that pain. I want you to think about worms in your skin. I want you to think about the things you don't think about. And I want you to think about ending up there because of a choice you made on earth. You know why we build houses? You know why we go around the world? It's to save you from that. We do what Jesus did. is to save you from hell. That's what all of our money goes to. That's what every, our whole life goes to that one thing so that you don't end up in that place. Ultimately, it's your choice. But my friends, listen to this. You can't even die and get out of hell. One decision, 
And on your last breath, you go into eternity. That's what the church does. That's why we do this program. That's why we write books. That's why we give all of our money is to save you. So what do you need to do? You need to give your life to Christ and for real, not just fire insurance, for real. And then you need to serve him. You need to come find a church like Powerhouse and be a member here and get serious about changing the world. Thank God for Robert Burdett, Yolanda Burdett, and this staff. They change men, and men change the world. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you guys for being on the podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. If you're hungry for more, catch up on our previous episodes by searching Man Church on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To watch this episode on YouTube, go to Powerhouse Church's YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment and review so more men can find these episodes. To learn more on why manhood and Christlikeness are synonymous, go to manchurchinternational.com. See you on the next episode.